It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What are you talking about? This conversation can serve purpose. You're Jay talking. We're live midnight to five. I'm Bradley Jay, and our guest is Michael Coyne, Dean Michael Coyne of the Masters at School of Law. Hello, Michael. Hello, Bradley. How are things at school? Everything's great. Everything's great. What's We're... going on at this time of year? Finals uh, co- coming up. Finals will be coming up in a month. We've got our Animal Rights Day coming up the uh, Saturday before Easter, in three weeks from uh, last weekend. That's always a fun day at the law school, and uh, we're rapidly heading towards the uh, end of the semester, which will bring graduation. So it's it's busy. It's good. And uh, folks know about your leg injury, and so I figure folks <laughs> want to know about its, its recovery. How's your leg? You had a fall. You fell off a ladder. I did. It's uh, doing uh, pretty good. Uh, I limp less uh, unless I get really tired. I've uh, scheduled uh, another surgery to take out all the hardware in my leg for which first, I could do. First week. You could do the I surgery. Could do that. I yeah. probably could do it. I think Shannon could do it better than you. Maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the, my doctor has said that uh, the likelihood is until I get it out, I'll have some limitation. So I'm feeling good. It's not a problem. I might as well uh, have it taken out and have some period over the summer to get it a little stronger. Okay. Robert Kraft, catch us up. How do we get to where we are and where are we? Yeah, we're in a mess, I think. it's a, At this point, uh, you have Kraft asking for a jury trial, contesting the charges, and moving to suppress the video evidence that the government has. And uh, at this point, it really appears to be what we lawyers call a scorched-earth defense, is that um, take-no-prisoners approach and uh, castigate the government for an, uh, being a police state, as it says, and overreaching and trying to prosecute uh, minor crimes with nuclear weapons and the like. And, you know, the fact is, is that um, the, the likelihood is that, it, that at some point, I still believe that they will reach a plea arrangement where, uh, as a first-time offender, Mr. Kraft is eligible for a diversion program, will take part in that, get some education about the dangers of the activities that he is alleged to have engaged in, pay a fine, and those charges would be expunged if, if he participates in that program. Okay, so he doesn't have to admit to guilt. He only has to admit that the charges would lead to guilt? Yeah, it's... it's, uh, it, it's That's what kind we, of a fine line. Well, it's what we call a nolo contendere plea, okay. an admission to sufficient facts. If you remember, uh, <laughs> Sparrow Agnew took the nolo contendere plea. In essence, what you're saying is that if uh, I am agreeing that if the, I went to trial 
there is enough evidence that a jury could convict me of these charges. It still doesn't say that I'm actually guilty of these charges. It just simply says that there's sufficient evidence for the government to be able to 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 re, uh, have the charges result in a conviction. And the, the key here, I think, from Kraft's standpoint, is he needs and wants to have that video suppressed because of what it shows is that the government says it shows Mr. Kraft engaging in sexual activity on more than one occasion at the massage parlor. Um, and under Florida's public records law, at some point that that video is likely to be released. If people want to go online, you can uh, Google Tiger Woods DUI, and one of the first videos you're going to see there is the arrest video of Tiger Woods under the influence um, and showing his, his uh, condition that night. And Mr. Kraft wants to avoid for the rest of his life and however long the Internet lives, people could go online and see what that a naked Robert Kraft on the massage table. Okay. So question number one, how will his actions prevent that tape from getting out? Well, I think what they're trying to do, I mean, they're arguing that his constitutional rights were invaded uh, and that they are overreaching in, in essence that the warrant should not have been obtained for, for a relatively minor crime and that the video was taken in violation of his constitutional rights. I don't think, unless the police department is in, uh, uh, completely incompetent, the likelihood is, and they did have probable cause to obtain the what they call a sneak and peek warrant. They wanted to go in <laughs> and they wanted to then set up video surveillance and record the activities, the, the video only, no voice, as to what was taking place in the spa because they had probable cause already to show that there was criminal activity, prostitution taking place within the massage parlor. And so they presented that information to the judge, asked for permission to have the sneak and peek warrant, the judge granted that sneak and peek warrant, and then they have the video that results from that. Now, uh, some of the defendants are arguing that in a different county, the judge said you can monitor and didn't say they could record. In Mr. Kraft's case, they, they asked to monitor and record, and the judge granted permission to monitor and record. So one of the better arguments isn't available to Mr. Kraft uh, with respect to the suppression of that video. And I think the likelihood is the, there are other arguments about, well, this, you, you, sh you shouldn't be doing it for such a minor offense. Um, he, he has some expectation of privacy in there. I, I don't think those arguments are likely to uh, satisfy the court. I think what they're trying to do is create enough issues with respect to the video that the government, if they reach a plea deal, will agree that since there are some issues with respect to the video, it shouldn't be released to the public. Because otherwise, if the court decides the issue with respect to the um, constitutionality of the search against Mr. Kraft's interest, uh, there's almost no doubt then that that video at some point under Florida's public record laws uh, will be available for everyone to see. Are they just trying to kick up such a flurry of activity that at some point the prosecution says, oh, it's too much of a hassle. Yes, we'll agree. The tape won't get out. Just go away kind of I, thing. I think in part that or trying to create some cover 
Uh, and also to try and win a public relations battle is an old adage. If you can't convince them, confuse them. And I think that that in part is what's going on here right now. I don't believe they have the facts to support their defense. I think the law doesn't support them. Uh, it, it certainly doesn't support them strongly. And so what they're trying to do is make a lot of noise. So don't don't look behind that door. Look here. Um, and 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 there are some arguments that resonate with people. Is the, you know is the government overreaching? Are they being heavy-handed here? Um, and some some people that will appeal to. I think to many others, what they worry about is this another rich person uh, trying to escape responsibility for stupid choices. And the fact is, is I think I don't think they're winning the public relations battle here. And I don't. don't? No. And I don't see I don't see how this case is winnable uh, under the statute in question. I I took another look at the statute in question because they said, well, maybe they're going to argue. It wasn't sexual activity that Mr. Kraft engaged in, but if you actually look at the Florida statute in question, it specifically talks about the type of activity that's alleged to be on the tape. It doesn't require intercourse. It doesn't require certain specific uh, sexual activity that some statutes do when they define rape and the like. Um, this, the, the type of activity that, that was alleged to have been engaged in would satisfy the statute uh, if, in fact, it, he paid money to have these services performed. So uh, I think that at the end of the day, I don't see it as a, a very defensible case. Certainly, if the video is admissible, it's, it's, it's not defensible. And even if the video is not admissible, you likely have the two women who would be witnesses because they face more serious charges here. And the case can be won on the basis of testimony alone. Why was the video a picture only, no voices? Was that something the judge stipulated, or they just didn't bother? No, the 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 a lot of times the court uh, will not doesn't. They think it's a further intrusion into your privacy with respect to the voice as well. So for whatever reason here, the court tried to protect some uh, uh, vestige of privacy there and said no voice only. Only the video, so it, but so it does leave some uh, doubt with respect to what was actually said and what what transpired between the two. But uh, from the standpoint of uh, the video, if if it's played to the jury, I think it's would be very difficult to overcome what's likely. You on could that use the fact that it's video only, no voice, as a counter to any charges of overreaching, right? You could yeah. say, hey, look, we could have had voice and everything, but we were being careful, right? And, and, and see, I don't think the defendant gets to dictate how the government chooses to, to, to prove its charges. You know, the fact is now that because of that video, they have a much more uh, solid case. Well, that's the purpose of what the, why the government does investigate and does try to get a number of different sources to prove certain issues because the burden of proof is so high in a criminal case. So the Kraft team originally wanted a judge, now, and then they switched to jury trial. What was the thinking there? Well, I think it's odd uh, in the first instance that they asked for a judge only, not a jury. But they, at the end of the day, they've decided they want a jury uh, to hear the case. I, I think there's a couple things behind it, one of which is delay. Uh, the fact is it takes a lot longer to schedule a jury trial on the court's docket. There are a lot more issues with respect to 
questioning potential jurors and then impaneling them, making sure they're free from the type of bias that we worry about from the media and other outside sources. So it just simply will take significantly longer. And I think they believe the delay will give them more time to negotiate a resolution to this with both Florida as well as the uh, NFL. I think the likelihood is they're trying to put a global agreement in place here, suppress the video, um, go into the diversion program and make an arrangement with the NFL on some level of suspension and likely a significant uh, payment to some organization for um, the issues involved with respect to human trafficking and respect for uh, women and the like, and trying to create time to both do that, little time, someone else will get in trouble, and then they'll take the spotlight. At some point with that time, they have a, uh, an ability to, to be able to make the deal, but also to give them time to try and uh, suppress that video and make sure it stays out of public view. And so the, it makes sense to, re, to, to ask for a jury. The last point with respect to a jury is the, the point to remember is that in a criminal case, the jury's verdict has to be unanimous. And so if I am a defendant, all I need to do is convince a single juror to hold out with not guilty, and I live for another day. So the case can't become a guilty verdict without a unanimity in the jury. And so... If I can appeal to one person's sense of, you know, fake news and that this is a conspiracy by the government to deprive, you know, his uh, important uh, football uh, personality of his rights, um, you might be able to convince one person to vote not guilty, and that could be enough to live another day. It has to take place in that state, right? Uh, it will take place in Florida. That's correct. Maybe they can find some Patriots fan to hold out on uh, the jury. Uh, you might, but I think you're going to be. Can the prosecutor just say, hey, that's unreasonable for any juror to be a a fan of the of the Patriots? Isn't that show clear bias? Uh, you're, it probably does, but. How many unchallenged ejections do they have? Yeah, you're not entitled to a jury free from some level of of. Uh, influence or affinity for mm. Mr. Kraft or the Patriots. What you need is a juror, jurors that say whatever they previously heard or whatever their interest previously was, they'll look past that and view the evidence on its facts. I think, however, down in Florida, where you have as many football teams as uh, NFL football teams as you have and uh, in any state in the country, you're not likely to find many football fan, uh, Patriots fans. You're likely to find Buccaneer fans and Jaguar fans and everything but Patriots. It would be fans. an entirely. Uh, let me ask it as a question: Would it be an entirely different scenario for Mr. Kraft if this is how if this had happened somewhere in Massachusetts or somewhere in New England? Don't you, you think? Yes, you would have a harder time getting a uh, a, a jury of either six or twelve. Uh, at least one or two people not to feel some uh, significant affinity for the Patriots and sympathy for Mr. Kraft, and it'd be much harder to come back with a uh, guilty verdict. However, again, I think most jurors at the end of the day are going to view this on its on its facts yeah. and on its merits. I do, I do, because I do think there are there's a whole bunch of other issues here. I think, and I, that I worry that I and a lot of other people worry about. Um, with respect to the disparity between how uh, wealthy people do in our 
criminal justice system and how poor people do. And the, the fact is, is what we're seeing is an enormous um, uh, amount of talent and expense uh, uh, used by Mr. Kraft to to not take responsibility here. Um, and I think that that worries a lot of people. And I think that would be jurors would have a hard time simply saying, well, let's excuse what he did because of this or that. And, and so I think that'll come to bear on this as well. Beautiful. Now on Kraft. On Kraft. Sooner or later, you figure he's going to take that deal that was offered. How come there's not a time limit on that thing? Well, because the government would still offer it. This is a, a very common offer for first-time offenders. I think there will be a deal reached simply because what they're trying to do is negotiate the terms and likelihood. The term really, the two terms that are the sticking point are, can we agree on to keep, you will join us in asking the court to keep the video sealed and not from public view, and B, can we agree that he doesn't have to give you a formal written statement acknowledging all his information that he has about the spire because I think it's likely that the, he's got a lot more knowledge. I don't think that uh, the evidence is that those are the only times that, that he was there or was aware of that activity. And I think he'd like to avoid that because then that could be used against him at the NFL as well. So if they can work out those details, and that's what I think they're likely doing is that uh, he would go into the diversion program and have the charges ultimately expunged because it, it makes sense. We do it all the time. We do it here as well. Uh, for first-time offenders, for relatively minor offenses, it's very common to allow them to start anew without uh, having made this this mistake. Now, even if that becomes expunged, that doesn't get him off the hook with the NFL, does it? No, no. The like, no, the NFL doesn't even need they can to do have whatever criminal they want. charges. Say, say, Bob, did you do this? Right. Well, even if he doesn't admit it, they, their so own investigators will say yeah. we have enough evidence and that that he will face a suspension. Could be something along the lines of what uh, Ursray from the uh, Colts uh, was suspended for a half a dozen games or so. I don't think it'll be particularly onerous simply because the other owners don't necessarily want a standard set for their own misconduct that could occur down the road as to how severe those penalties could be. But, you know, if an owner is suspended for six or eight games, really doesn't affect the running of the team because there are other people that make the, the decisions right. and there are certainly other people that play uh, football. In the big picture, hasn't the worst damage already been done? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. That's the damage to the legacy. Uh, yes, unless that video comes out, and then that's be then, worse. then he's then he's worse a laughing to stock the, to the legacy, right? Why does the video make so much difference? I mean, 
Well, because we're this is still the land of the Puritans, and and we, you know, this the whole sex angle we find um, quite troubling and worrisome, and it's it's who we are in New England, aren't we? I mean, I guess. we're not. We're, we're, this is this is this is worrisome. I mean, and as we've said before, how many people will look at that video? Um, whether they would generally be interested in something like that or not, it's sort of the curiosity aspect of it. We slow down when we see an accident on the highway. Yeah, I mean, that would be right. That would be a slow-mo accident to see that videotape. <laughs> now, there's a hearing tomorrow, yep. and that's 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 the – actually, not tomorrow. This is today. today. There's a hearing at 1130 this morning. Um, but that I don't expect that hearing to be of any significance. What it'll be is that there are motions pending before the court. Uh, some of the motions deal with having his out-of-state attorneys be allowed to be admitted and practice for, the, for this case in Florida, and other motions deal with the suppression and the like. The government hasn't responded to the suppression motions yet, so the court isn't going to hear them absent the government's response. Uh, what this will be is a relatively perfunctory hearing where they will uh, allow Kraft's out-of-state attorneys from New York and California to practice before the court in Florida so that he will have a, an extensive team of, uh, of really highly regarded lawyers representing him on this case. So it's kind of funny when he says that the, the government is bringing a, you know, a nuclear weapon to, a, to, a, to swat a fly when he's got attorneys on both coasts, L.A. and New York, and a uh, very high-powered and uh, well-regarded legal team. How many people would you say? Ten? Oh, easy. Easy. Ten. And all ten of those making 500 an hour? Oh, yeah, at, at the minimum. These, these, are, these are preeminent lawyers from across the country um, who are well-regarded trial lawyers. So he may try it. I don't think that's likely, but, but he has the wherewithal, too. The question is, does, you know, he has a Maserati. Does he really want to drive it at 150 miles an hour? Because it's, it's a dangerous feat uh, to accomplish what he wants to do if he actually goes to trial. So you think overkill? And, uh, and may I think, counterproductive to have all these attorneys? I, th I, I think that he doesn't have a choice just yet. I think because he needs to suppress the video. I think they need to tone down the rhetoric. I don't think it's appropriate to be calling the sheriff a liar and to be um, using language like the government is exercising a police state mentality. I think the rhetoric needs to be toned down. I think you need to focus on the facts and the law. Uh, but there's an old saying, you know, when you have the facts, pound the facts. When you have the law, pound the law. And when you have neither, pound the table. And, <laughs> That's and a I, good one. It's, it's, you think they're pounding the table? Oh, they're pounding the table hard because I think they're 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 worried that they're not making the headway they would have thought with respect to this case. But but it's not uncommon. We've got a lot, of, a couple of big firms involved here, and they're um, going to try and exhaust all all avenues before they um, decide whether they want to try it or not. And 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 I give them credit for that. I just think that it can be done uh, in a more low key fashion, where you don't um, have to personalize the attacks on law enforcement right. and the like in order to accomplish what you're looking to why, accomplish. Why does, how are so many attorneys helpful? What what? Ten attorneys or so. Why do they need ten? Uh, you don't. You need you need a few very talented ones, 
And then you do need support staff. And those, those other okay. attorneys can be support staff, someone to do some more, some research, someone to probably write drafts, someone to, and I don't even think they've exchanged it yet, to really look at all the videos, to look at all the documents. None of that information has been exchanged yet. But I don't think you do. Um, the, but law firms have to survive as well. And so these, these people need to eat. And in order to eat, they need to bill. And there's a lot of money being spent on this case. But that his image is, is worth it because that's what he's defending mm-hmm. here. He's not defending against the seriousness of the charges. Florida doesn't treat these charges as, as anything more than misdemeanors. What he's defending is his reputation and, as you said, his legacy. You, you're in the biz. You know how something like this might be expensive. How much might this ballpark me on the type of level of expense that Graft might incur for all, with all these lawyers and all these hours? Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of, of thousands, dollars. like a million Hun- bucks at least. Uh, could be before we're done, but we're looking at hundreds of thousands of dollars. Funny thing is, that's nothing for him. Well, that, and that is the point that I think sometimes is lost. He is a six billionaire, right? So if he's even if he pays these people a quarter of a million dollars, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. To you or I, that might be paying a lawyer a thousand dollars to do our estate plan, or yeah, right. um, to represent us in a minor criminal case in the district court. Is that tax deductible? That that uh, expense for him? I I don't I don't think it's a business expense. What he was doing on his personal time and that his um, his his reputation is da- is damaged as a result of these criminal charges. There may be a, ta- a tax lawyer or a CPA out there who can answer a question because that's a, that's a pretty interesting question because does it affect his brand in essence? Is Does he have a – does he, Mr. Kraft, have a commercially marketable product there that one could argue this is a business expense because he's trying to preserve his reputation? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's an interesting question. I don't know. Would We need a CPA or a tax lawyer. Okay. Let's talk to Bob in Holbrook. Hello, Bob. Hi. I have a question. Um, I heard that the police called in uh, a fake bomb threat, and then they had to go inside and check the place out, and that's when they put the uh, cameras in there. Isn't that illegal or federal offense? Uh, no, well, okay. Um, the warrant authorized the uh, placement of the video surveillance cameras in the massage parlor. Now, I don't believe the law enforcement called in an actual bomb threat to law enforcement. What they said is to the people who were running the massage parlor is that we need to inspect it because there was a bomb threat. And that was the ruse under which they gained access to the premises to install the video cameras. So there was no formal threat of a, uh, a bomb to law enforcement. It was law enforcement who actually used that in order to get inside. And, 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 and you know, people worry about law enforcement lying like that or using trickery and the like. Uh, but the courts have looked at that in other contexts and found that the police can use a ruse to get to information and the like where they want. You know, there's a, a common one from, from years past is when they had warrants outstanding for people who uh, they would send them notices that they've won a, a lottery or whatever, that they need to come down to the Marriott or whatever on Sunday afternoon. 
And when they'd show up, they'd be arrested on the old warrant. So it's not uncommon that law enforcement uses trickery at times to accomplish what they, yeah, they but want to this, do. <clears throat> excuse me, this is a bomb threat. And some of the people there could have had heart attacks or whatever, but isn't, uh, I still think that's a federal offense. Okay, let me try to explain the difference. The, there's a difference between calling a bomb threat into authorities, and there's the, it's different than being an authority and telling an individual this, particularly when it's done with the permission of law enforcement. I, does that make sense? Uh, the fire trucks yeah, but, weren't screaming towards the uh, to the location. People's lives weren't put in danger from that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I understand that. But what? Uh, but can you see the conflict of interest where one hand is washing the other sort of, or they're shaking hands on this? Uh, you know what I, I mean? I they're talking to police. You know what I'm no, saying? There's, a, there's no two parties shaking hands. It's the officials are saying, no, we I want to do this. but it's a police talking to the police. Well, that's not saying, really hey, one hand shaking the other. Yeah. That's just them deciding to do this. Yeah, I know, but it, I don't know. To me, it seems illegal. It seems like a federal offense. And uh, I think those police should be arrested for the bomb threat. Okay. Michael, do you want to explain, explain no, no, that? He, I, I think, what, I think the, the bigger point that uh, he's trying to make is that shouldn't our law enforcement be above this type of trickery and the like? Shouldn't they be held to a higher standard in order to obtain evidence and the like? And the courts have said in the past that they don't necessarily have to be held to a higher standard, is that they can use ruses like this or trickery at times to uh, weed out what they see as criminal activity. There really is no bomb threat that what they had used at best, and, and I'm not sure this is entirely clear at this point, but what we know, they used a ruse to get into yeah. the massage parlor to put the video surveillance in. There, there was no federal bomb threat or even a bomb threat to law enforcement. It was law enforcement who was using this as a means of gaining access right. to the premises without people there so they could put the video surveillance in. And it seems like what Bob was trying to say is it should be illegal, but Michael points out the courts have found that it's not. We were talking about the damage to legacy. What if down the road Mr. Kraft wants can, is it possible to sue for damage to his legacy if it's something goes his way? Um, is it possible? The answer is yes, because anything's possible. Um, but the problem is, is that the the government likely has some level of immunity, as they they all always have some level of sovereign immunity attached to it. the The problem from the government's position would be this whole angle about human trafficking that was injected from the get go right. into this. That at least it is, as it appears. Uh, from what this has been, uh, the, I think the indictments were the end of February. We're now talking about uh, April here. So there's been plenty of time, if there was human trafficking involved, that people should have been indicted on that, that there's been no one charged with human trafficking. And the suggestion was early on that, you know, that somehow it touches Mr. Kraft. That may well be a slanderous accusation yeah. that, that, that by implication... Um, his reputation has been sullied by it. I think, however, it still be very difficult to recover. Mr. Kraft is a public figure. 
So he'd have to show actual malice. Okay. And, and that's very difficult, especially where you're talking about government actors would be the defendants. What about this? Was the uh, sex trafficking floated to maybe have the judge take it more seriously and issue a warrant? And if that was inappropriately floated because it didn't exist, could that nullify the tape? Yeah, it, potentially. That, and that is right, is that if they've given the court information that they knew wasn't true, so that they misled the court, then it might invalidate uh, uh, the warrant or some of the uh, evidence that they've obtained. I think the, the likelihood is that, in part, that human trafficking uh, was injected into this. And, and in part, law enforcement the sheriff says he still believes that there's human trafficking involved to some extent. But it also may have been for law enforcement to, to elevate this in the public's attention, especially the media, so that they would be able to take center stage with some of this. Because if it had just been, you know, prostitution sting at a massage parlor in Florida, it would have been ho-hum, even, even if it involved some of these high-profile figures. But the fact is, when you add that in, you add these... Uh, powerful and important people like Mr. Kraft and others in the financial industry, um, and you uh, talk about human trafficking, that's going to be the front page story on every newspaper. That's going to be the lead story on the news, and that's going to have some legs. So we're going to hear about it, as we've seen already now, for well over 30 days. And kind of bottom line, line for me is, at the end of the day, who cares? There's no sex, there's no, if there's no trafficking, then... Who cares if an adult wants to go do that? It's weird the guy should have to go through all this for that. It wasn't the best, probably the best judgment, but again, so what? Well, but because I hear what you're saying, but there, uh, many people believe that to some extent you're still, there is some level. Providing a market for. Human trafficking. Yeah, okay. And that you are uh, subjugating women to uh, this role where you're, uh, some would call it paid rape. And so that, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a harsh term, but that's what... Isn't so- that untrue by definition? Paid rape. It's like, it's um, consenting for money. If well, there's no forced, if it's not forced labor, right? They're, it's possible these people wanted a job and didn't want to work at CVS, and that's what they wanted to do. Well, I do think that, that there is an argument to be made that some people choose, not out of uh, uh, force or anything else, but to make their living in the, the, the sex industry somehow. A sex vol- worker. A sex worker, voluntarily. However, there, are, there, are, there is a counter-argument that if it's economic duress, if it's uh, duress as a result of your personal condition because you have addiction issues or things like that, then it is not a voluntary condition. It is paid rape. Okay. And so there's, 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 there's interesting arguments on both sides that are worthy of consideration. Okay. Let's take three quick calls, and I mean quick. Quicker, <laughs> more quick than normal. We have three people in four minutes. Hi, Joe and Millis. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Thank you, um, Bradley, uh, Professor Coyne. Thanks, my, my my quick question is, um, you know, when the DA laid out the charges that day, he stated the charges, and then he said unequivocally that they had um, craft, they had craft on tape, and then he was guilty. Um, with that being said, can he um, get a fair trial in that area, or can he? Do you think there's grounds to move the trial? Well, the trial won't be moved out of Florida, but 
uh, even if the the uh, prosecution says, you know, we've got the right guy, he's guilty. The fact is, when we're looking for jurors, it's not that they have not heard of any of the publicity, but that they are willing to look beyond the publicity and judge the case on its merits alone. So it's not uncommon. And so that's the jury that you're entitled to. And you will find jurors who will say that in Florida, and you will be able to move forward should it go to a jury trial. Law enforcement oftentimes believes they have the right person, and that's why they're charging him. And they can say, we think he's guilty. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been charging him. Right. Okay, thanks, Joe. Now it's Donna in Boston. Hi, Donna. Hi. (laughs) Is Florida a one-party state attorney? One-party for? Consent. On the video. On the video, Yes. But they had a warrant for the video, so, so they had presented. I know, but I mean, it's different from Massachusetts, which they call a two-party state. Yes, right? but if you get a warrant, that's uh, moot. Okay, what? and I, I've learned about how police can use a ruse by watching a, a Law and Order episode. <laughs> that's Law and Order is actually pretty good for the law. There's other TV law shows that I don't like as much, but Law and Order I enjoy because I do think it's pretty close to what the, the law actually is most of the time. Okay, Dave and Horton, like 20-second question and 20-second answer from The Dean. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Hey, uh, just calling. Uh, is the fact that he was probably there uh, a number of times before that incident affecting anything? Good question. Uh, I don't think it affects anything other, you know, the fact is, is that he well knew what was going on in there before uh, these two events. You know, I, I didn't uh, realize it until I saw the sign on the window with one of the newscasts, uh, which talked about the services that were available. One of them said table showers, which I didn't know what it was. I looked it up. And it's a euphemism for exactly the type of activity that you might expect that you might expect it indicates. Thanks, David. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.